Welcome back to the Bowling Fraud podcast. Euro 2021 is not far away, so in that spirit, me and Knight are going to be picking our squad for the competition. Will we buck the Gareth Southgate trend of picking 100 right-backs? Do Madison and Grealish both make our squad? And find out our chosen 11 for England's first group game against Croatia. It's the penultimate episode of the Bowling Fraud podcast. And we are back with episode nine of the Bowling Fraud podcast with me, Henry Shaw. And me, Henry Knight. I can't believe it. <sighs> well, <laughs> <laughs> this is the penultimate episode of the series. Do you know, do you know what penultimate means? I'm not that I've messed that up. Well, I've already messed my yeah. jive up. Do you know what penultimate means, Henry? Of course I do. Of course I do. Oh, so I'm not that dumb. Yeah. I'm not I wondered if it might be in English and an A-level. Yeah, I wondered if it might be too big a word for you, but no, that's fair enough. Um, yeah. So only uh, two episodes to go after this one. Uh, been a good, been a good run, hasn't it? It's been a good run. All the good things must come to an end for a few weeks, and then we'll be. Joined. And then we'll be back. Back. We'll be back for the the European Championships. We're going out there. Yeah, oh. that, oh, I wish. Well, going out there, it'll be. It's all going to be here. Come on. It's all going to be in England. So I'd love to be able to go to a game if they're I'm, allowed fans. If like, no capacity, then I, might, I may as well try for a few tickets. Depends where we are, what we're doing, what we're allowed to do. If we're allowed to sit on a park bench by then, it'll be a miracle. Hit, hit me up. Hit me up. <laughs> hit me up with some tickets. <laughs> I, ITV, you can know, you can let us do some cover, like uh, what's it called? Um, not comedy. coverage. Coverage. That's it. Coverage. Yeah. Coverage. But imagine that. <sighs> If we could get a contract. If we get a contract with either BBC or ITV between now and the and the time the Euros start, doing some you know daily coverage, that'd be that'd be class. We could be like you know the last leg did it for the the Paralympics. We could we could be the equivalent. We could be the equivalent. That would actually be a really good idea. Yeah. So if anyone from ITV or BBC is listening, uh, give us a shout. Yeah, I uh, love ITV and I love. The BBC. I was about to say I love BBC, but that, <laughs> that's, that's a completely that'd different great. thing. That uh, you don't call us, please. A <laughs> uh, little bit of uh, news for listeners, Henry Knight. As we're recording, it's your birthday tomorrow. Tomorrow or yesterday, uh, however you want to see it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so we're recording the day before, and it will be released the day after. So. In in advance, do you want to tell the listeners what it's like being 22, despite not being 22 as of yet? It's like being 21, <laughs> but you're just 22. Um, and Taylor Swift sings a song about you, so it's not too bad. It's better than, you know, other people singing a song about you. I was in um, Sainsbury's the other day, and I got I was buying some beer or whatever, and I got my ID out to show to it to show him, and he said, "Oh." You know, you're like just about my age, but I'm 23. I was like, all oh, right. And he's like, it all goes downhill at 23. I was like, yeah, cheers, mate. <laughs> it all goes downhill at 21 in my I was opinion. like, but he was like, I've only been 23 for a month. So I'm saying, yeah, so it's all gone downhill for you in a month, has it? His wife has left it? him. He's not allowed to see the kids. At 23? That's just his math addiction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, what else have you been up to this week? Oh, big celebrations on Saturday. Good way, or good couple of results since uh, we've last spoke. The Swindon. Swindonny Don. Um, you know, seven points in three games. Buzzing, Sheridan in. 
you can come on the podcast. Oh, now. here we go. Um, <laughs> no, great, great couple of days, really, with it. It really lifts your spirits. You know, I, I can I can see why you enjoy being a, a fan of a top club. Well, yeah, I mean, a win does lift your spirits. And thank bloody hell, we won last we won last night or a couple of days, depending on when you're listening, uh, mm. to Sheffield United. Tell you what, that Sheffield first... United. Did you watch the game? I watched bits of it, then I got bored to play FIFA. And then <laughs> I, I'd play FIFA and then watch the game. And I thought, oh, no, I'm bored of the game. Back on FIFA. And I've got one more FIFA. I hate FIFA. And watch the rest of the game. I think I missed <laughs> all the go. goals. <laughs> there you go. Well, say I was getting so frustrated in the first half with all the missed chances, and thankfully we got we got two away. So I was a happy man. I've watched the highlights about fifteen times because I need it because we're well, we're yeah. going to lose to Chelsea on Thursday, then we'll be shit again. Werner hat trick incoming. Imagine, imagine, what a guy! What a what guy. guy! Yeah, expert analysis there. Yeah. Oh. Did you did you see um uh, the it getting a bit heated between Keane and Jamie Redknapp? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did over well, the weekend. We, I say we spoke about it. It's been in the group chat, hasn't it? Um, yeah. I mean, we've got friends. <laughs> you know, a lot of them are your friends, but uh, <laughs> half you? of them aren't even mine. They're friends of a friend. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't got friends. We've just got each other. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh, it, I, I I watched bits and I thought I'm just bored of the. Roy Keane propaganda. I think. Yes. Just, I knew. I only said that because I knew you were going to say it. But um, no. I, I think everything that Roy Keane says either gets people going like it, it just causes not controversy, but people blow out of the water massively. If that was me and you having an argument about Spurs being an average side, this that, and the other, you know, we'd get twenty listens like we have been. So uh, you know. Yeah. No one would care. Again, I think we've got to stop this narrative of. Um... Uh, Roy, just because Roy Keane says something, it must be right because he was a quality player and a bit hard back in the day. I think we've said this before. I think I've said this before on the podcast, and I tweeted it out as much as well after he, after him and Redknapp had their bit of a ding dong at the weekend. It's, mm. oh, it's just he, he he gets on my nerves a bit. I think oh, what's it he said about oh, if Liverpool lost to Sheffield United, they should retire. I think well, didn't United lose to them the other week? I uh-huh. mean. That's like saying, you know, if Stevie Wonder wasn't blind, he could drive a car. You know what I mean? Well, like, yeah, it's you know, it's a it's a stupid thing to say. Now I'm I used to like I thought Keane was quite a funny pundit, but now I find it quite grating to be honest. He's a quality player, but a bit grating really. Yeah, no, I, I and and a, an average manager, I think, is the way to sum it up. Well, that's the thing as well. I always think he, he, you know, he's very critical of how things should be done as a player or maybe as a coach. But if he he wouldn't he wouldn't make it as a coach. That old style of being a massive sort of dickhead, if you will, I don't think suits suits now with suits again now with the focus on you know, met, you know, something stuff like mental health. That social media is a thing now, and he likes to give it all. I, you know, it's ridiculous. Players having you know clothing brands and stuff like that, so I don't I, I don't think there'd be a place for him as a manager anymore. Personally. I don't I don't think he would act like he does. True, Sally. Behind the scenes, I think I've seen videos of him coaching coaching younger players. So obviously he's not going to go and say, "Oh, you shit." Wouldn't put it Danny Welbeck. I think he coached him and um, for a few videos or whatever, and he was quite approachable. But I, I think. 
he'd have to change his approach. He'd be able to have bits of his elements of uh, taking no shit, but um, yeah, he'd definitely have to change change his style to how he is perceived on so on Sky Sports. Mm. Right, should we get on with it? <laughs> yeah, well, do you know what I've just like realised? Um, we've not actually spoke about this in like planning. That obviously we had the little competition last week, didn't we? Oh shit! Yeah. No, we haven't thought of a forfeit, have we? No, we haven't. We so can, should, should we, should we think of one for next week? Yeah, so we'll roll it over to next week. Um, people listening, uh, give us a forfeit that I'm just going to go and guess it's you. Uh, that I, I definitely lost. Because for for our team for the Premier League, I took emotion out of it. And before you go, you put Liverpool players. But I, all right, Robertson was the emotional one. But statistically, Van Dijk and Salah were in there for sound oh, reasons. Yeah. Sorry. Um, well, the the vote has still got twenty one hours and fifty four minutes left. Oh, does it? So I might still pull it back then. So I'm all good. So, uh, like that uh, politician, uh, Professor Van Tam said, "I'm politician, or whatever he is. He's a chief uh, medical officer. Yeah, but he's politician. <laughs> he said, look, you know, we are three 0 up. I'm currently three 0 up, but what, not let what, this What's the scores on the duels at the moment? So it is currently. Just in terms of percentage, in terms of percentage, it is a whopping 33% in favour of Henry <laughs> Shah and a, uh, an average 67% in favour of myself. How, how many votes is that? 21. 20, <laughs> by the way, it was 21 when I looked about two days ago. <laughs> we'll give another retweet. Um, yeah. <laughs> So, look, we've got 21 hours to go. Um, so, that's all right. We'll come up with a forfeit next week, which will most likely be for me. Now, so our main, so we'll get on with our main feature now, which I think we're going to pick our England squad for the Euros. But we're going to do it together. We're not going to say, this is mine, this is yours. We're going to That'll come... take far too long. <laughs> we'll be here on Monday, the 5th of July, 2034. Uh, and the Euros will be gone. Why did that take you so long to think of a date? <laughs> Because I was going to say 1972, but I realised <laughs> I was going the wrong way around. <laughs> right, let's get on with it. <laughs> so, we're doing our England squad, and we might as well kick off, I guess, with the goalkeepers. Normally three goalkeepers to a squad. We've gone for so, a three-man squad, haven't we? This, this. Yes, sorry, 23-man squad, because a 30 would be take too long to pick from. Um, so we we'll start with the goalkeepers, I guess. Yeah, are you gonna go who is your number one? That's the big cool. Who are you so going? the trio I've gone for is Pope, Pickford and Henderson. Uh, and I would go for Nick Pope as number one. I think he's a he's a very, very good goalkeeper. Yeah, no, I agree that Nick Pope's gotta be number one at the Euros. Do I think he'll be number one? No. I think he'll go with Pickford. I know because Pitford. I don't know if he had an injury, but he's been he's been dropped. He's been dropped a few times, I think, for Everton this season. They've had their number two come in for yeah. a time, and I wonder. And I wonder if Pickford's form with England has been quite shoddy over the, since the World Cup. I swear. And you got to think there's got to be a time where Pope, who I think is a superior goalkeeper, is given a chance. Now Burnley concede more goals than Everton because of their place in the league. But I can't remember Pope having had a howler. I can remember having a couple of fucking blinders against a lot of the top teams, Liverpool included. Um, 
which has been very frustrating. But I think that shows how good a goalkeeper he is. Yeah. And again, I can't think of a howler he's, he's ever made. His distribution is excellent, but I've not gone for Henderson as my third choice. Have you got? I mean, it doesn't really matter, third no, choice keeper. But I've, I've put Aaron Ramsdale in, only because yep. of consistency. He's played a lot more games than um, Henderson. And Correct. to be fair, is he doing that badly? He's probably doing better than Pickford, in my opinion. Because they're, they're losing games 1-0, and if... Statistically, if you're having two nil last night, <laughs> um, and if, if you're having shots against you constantly, 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 you are going to concede. You know, when you've got a poor defence in front of you, who, who last season were not the best, uh, who were the best, sorry, now then, you know, not the best, he's going to concede. So I've gone Ramsdale as my third choice over Henderson just because of consistency of play. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. I think Ramsdale as well might suffer from the Pickford syndrome at Sunderland. Looks like a good keeper, but it helps when he faces 25 shots a game. He'll make a lot of saves because if yeah. he's up against a team that isn't clinical but can break through a, a poor defence. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you, you make a good point there. Henderson doesn't play much. So we'll, we'll go Pope, Pickford and Ramsdale then, I guess, mm-hmm. for our three goalkeepers. Not that it matters because I can't imagine... That they're all, that, I can imagine that, it will be two of them get okay. game time. I, th- I think at the last World Cup, England, I think every squad member made an appearance for England apart from the two, apart from the other two goalkeepers. Was, I, I thought it was just Butland. Who was the other goalkeeper? Pickford. Butland. Wasn't Ben Foster, was it? I no, don't know. No. No. Well, I, who were, didn't he get the the other goalkeeper get time against Belgium in that game? What in the third place playoff? Yeah. No, I'm. No, not I'm in the third place sure. playoff in the group stage game. Nah, uh, Pickford in goal, wasn't he? I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, we're just yeah. checking bollocks. Um, we've got we've got our goalkeepers. Um, defenders. We go for we're going seven seven defenders. Yeah, seven and then defenders. bit versatility. How many? What are we going for? Right. If we go right backs, kind of first. Yeah. Um, so I've picked so I've picked two right backs and one of them can therefore play as a makeshift centre half if I've needed. I've got two right backs and one of them can play as a makeshift centre back and has done a lot for England. I think we've picked the same people. Have you gone Trent and Walker? Trent and Walker, I think it's obvious. Yeah. You know, obvious, it, yeah. Walker offers that versatility. He plays <laughs> well, he plays well in a back three. He played well at the yeah. World Cup for England uh, at centre back. Um, Miss that header though against Croatia in the semi. Yeah, but then the Kane should have squared it and, you know... He uh, was offside! And does no one forget this? That whole Kane to Sterling thing, was say, was I, I know I say Kane should have squared it because that's what people want to hear, but in the speed of play, <laughs> you know, you can pause things and make them look like, you know... Look it like doesn't really get the emotion of it, does it? No, but I still get chills from that Trippier free kick and you go, oh, oh, oh I don't He's know. not going in. Trippier's not going in. He, he's, free, he's free to, you know... Tell his mates that to bet on him in the squad or whatever. Not on money. Yeah. On money. Uh, <laughs> should we go left backs or centre backs? What do you want to go for? So, so I'm no, just so we're we're cemented yeah. then Trent oh, and yeah, Walker. So. Trent creativity, Walker dependability. I yeah. think that's quite that's and quite Trent, and Trent can go in midfield as well. Um, oh I, I, I just don't think that'll happen. It's a, it's a, it's a sort of bit of a folly, it works, really. That it works on FIFA doesn't mean it works in real life. No, 
it doesn't work on FIFA. I had Trent's midfielder card last year and it wasn't very good. So <laughs> it doesn't work on FIFA. So we, if we do the other full backs, two left backs effectively. Yeah. Um, again, we must have got the same ones again. Chilwell and Shaw. Chilly and Shaw. Yeah, I think that, you yeah. know, Chilwell's been a bit unlucky, I think, to have been dropped by Tuchel this season because he's done, I thought he's played pretty well for Chelsea. And Shaw, I think, is United's, after Fernandes, Shaw's United's player of the season. Well, you know, they've spent all this money on Tellez in the summer um, and he's not got minutes over Shaw. Shaw's phenomenal. Um, Mm. So I think Shaw deserves a place, probably should start. Probably should start. You'd go sure over Chilwell, would you? I'd That's an interesting. Sure. At the end, should we do our team? Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can quickly whip up a team. Um, yeah, yeah. We won't. We won't. We won't. You know, we won't make it too long and arduous because our listeners, you know, they've got they've got lives. Uh, <laughs> I can't, you know, yeah. actually, if I didn't have a life, I would be doing this on my birthday. No, but <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So Chilwell and Shaw, and then I've got. So there's three defensive spaces left. So first two centre-backs are obvious picks. John Stones, because yep. of his form for City. 100%. And even though he, I don't think he's worth £80 million, Maguire's a certainty, isn't he? Well, I, and I think people, again, judge Harry Maguire way too quickly. I don't think he's actually been that bad this season. Um, no. He's not been world-class against the world alike, but he's not been, he's not been bad. He he costs so much because of the sort of English tax, if you will. Oh yeah, that, that going to another right, going to a rival club. English tax. If I was to move from like, if I was to get a club right now, they'd have to be paying a couple of million for me just because I'm English. You know. Well, quite. Well, I you meant like English, English, the English club. You wouldn't get the joy because you 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 can only claim a third of English tax. <laughs> <laughs> not not quite how it works, but <laughs> anyway. John Stones, I guess you're good with as well. Yeah, John Stones is in mine. Maguire is in mine. I think John Stones has been phenomenal. He's turned it on, absolutely mm-hmm. turned it on, and uh, he's keeping players at that Man City squad. So yeah, you know, him and Ruben Diaz is Ruben Diaz English? Does he count? No, he's Portuguese. Sadly, for Portugal, can we? Can we? You know, back We tempt him over. Yeah. You know, look. Well, I always thought it was crazy that in the 2014 World Cup. The best central defensive partnership in the Premier League that year had been John Terry and Cahill for Chelsea. And why Hodgson didn't... 2018? No, 2014. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, 2014. It just makes me think that why Hodgson at the time didn't persuade Terry to sort of try and come out of international retirement and come in. I I just... Because it it ended up being Cahill and I think Jaggy Elka and it it didn't work. (laughs) I don't think Jaggy Elka, yeah. Um, that World Cup had doom written all over it, really. I, yeah. I remember not even being bothered for one of the... I think it was the Costa Rica game. We were already out. Well, by. we were pretty much out by then anyway, I think. So, um, next last spot. So, my last spot, I've gone to someone who is normally midfielder, but I think has played centre-back for England. And I've, and I've chucked Declan Rice in as a makeshift centre-back. Well, I've put Rice as my midfield options, and I've gone for yeah. a solid centre-back. And... I don't even want. I don't even think this could be an argument that he's had an absolutely incredible season. You've gone for Tyrone Mings, haven't you? Tyrone Mings. I love Tyrone Mings so much. I'm taking my love out of it, and I, I do think he deserves a call up as a centre back. He deserves a call up. 
you can't. Yeah, have... he has. He has had a decent. He has had. He has had a decent season. Thing is, I put Rice at centre back because I realised I'd forgotten someone in, in my midfield who I definitely wanted in. So from then on, I wanted Rice in. So therefore, I pushed Rice up. Rice up to centre back. Um, I'd I'd say Mings because Rice gets in the midfield. All right. I, All right, okay, fine then. Oh, God, one of my midfielders is going to have to miss out then. I tell you what, right? This is just my England squad at the moment. Uh, this is all, all mine. I, I know you've picked some of them, but every player I've picked is... Yeah, no, no. I'm getting so... Because I didn't get... I didn't get... Did I even get any of the Premier League team of my... Yes, pick? yeah, you got Yaya. I got Yaya, brilliant, yeah. Fantastic. And you got, and you got uh, Aguero. But only because of... Well, oh, oh, yeah, that's true. I mean... Ridiculous that was even a debate, but never mind. Um, right, mid, midfields, midfield, seven again. So I've, in my midfield for England, I've only really got one person who's not an attacking player. And I've that is... Three. So you've got like three people who could be defensive midfielders. I've got two, well, two could be defensive and one... Oh. I've just realised I've not put... And this is pure, purely accidental. I'm going to just take one of my players out. And, Brilliant. Uh, do you know who I forgot to put in? Who? Henderson. Hender- well, that's the thing. Henderson's, Henderson's my one player in the midfield who would act as a CDM. And then you've got Rice there as the backup or the other option, if needed, who I've listed as a defender. And then, so I've got Henderson as, as the CDM, and I'd put him, I'd play him as the CDM in that England team. Well, I, I've put um, my defensive, I did have Eric Dyer in there. Um, no, I, and even Mourinho's realised he's not that good and binned him off. Yeah, and they're playing well now, Tottenham. I, I, I had a, a, just a thought in my head thinking, do you know what? I've not put a, a, a mid, like a defensive midfielder in there who could play at centre-back because I don't think Rice does as well at centre-back so I thought oh um, and I just didn't even think of Henderson Henderson is is got to go in um, yeah probably, thank you <laughs> he's, probably, he's probably your captain as well well no well Kane's captain isn't he oh yeah I forgot about him he, he might not, he might not make it in mate he might yeah yeah it. that's he true if you didn't make it in I ain't got that far um, Hendo brilliant Hendo, so then Rice Rice goes Hendo in. Rice yeah okay yeah. nice well, I've, so, I've come for this option because he always does a shift, and I don't, I don't know if he's playing as much at the moment. You love him. I think he's all right. Winksy, Harry Winks. No, Winks ain't in my squad, in. mate. He's not performed. Right, he's, just, right. Compared he to the, he offers something different, though. That's what I'm thinking. He offers a little bit of this, a little bit of that. He's a safe player, and he'll do dirty work, but he'll make it look easy. I've got four better options. Options, five better options actually to offer to in to offer a better option in the midfield. Right, I'm going to go through them now, and there is no question these five are in the squad: Foden, Madison, Mount, Barnes, and Grealish. Well, I, I put Grealish in as a midfielder, but I guess he could play as an attacker. Well, I didn't put Barnes in. You Harvey Barnes in? Oh, oh no, I haven't. One minute, I have put Henderson in. I put him in under Hendo. Oh, right. I just missed them out. So Henderson was in mine. I just took Dyer out. We know Dyer won't get in then. So I've not put Barnes in, but then also he's now out injured until April. Is it? Yeah, but so is Henderson. Jordan Henderson. True. They're both out injured until April. 
My other midfielders, you know, I completely forgot until you put the tweet up. I forgot about Madison. Um, You're having a laugh. So I've I put him in now. So I've got Gre- my midfield options were, were Rice, Grealish, Hendo, Winks, Madison, Foden, and then I put Henderson again. So we, we, I think we've got the same, haven't we? If you take out Winks. I, I, I'm just trying to note it up so I've got I'm a consistent idea. Um, but I've absolutely messed mine up by, yeah, so I put, I put Dyer back in. Um, Why is Dyer going back in? He's just going back on my notes, mate. He's just going oh, back right, on okay. Notes. Yeah. So so we're consistent on Henderson, Rice, Foden, Madison, Mount. Well, I, I how many, wait, so what, name, right. That's five. <laughs> So we need two. We need two more to go in. So I well, we've got Henderson and Rice in. Henderson, Rice, um, Foden, Madison, Mount. I think, uh, well, Grealish ahead of Mount. All right. Well, I'll add. You, you don't think Mount should be in the squad? Mm. I've, I've got them both in. I know. I would, in my opinion, in my let's say, not professional opinion, semi-professional opinion at the moment, um, is that even though Winks isn't playing as much, you need a type of player in that. And if we are having... I know Grealish can act as an eight, and he has done for England as like a box-to-box... Are we actually... So we're putting Harry Winks in this squad, are we? You love Harry Winks. Don't tell me you don't. No, I don't. No, I'm putting my foot down. We are not having Mason... We're not having Harry Winks in over Mason Mount. I'm putting my foot down. We are not having Harry Winks in over Mason Mount. So who have we got then? Who are our seven? So, no, we've only got six. Oh, so we've Henderson, got Henderson, Rice. Rice, Foden, Madison, Mount Grealish. So for my last midfield option, I've got in Saka. Uh, for Arsenal. I've put Saka as an attacker. That's I think we can have Saka. I think have I Saka in as a midfield. Yeah, okay. Then, midfielder. So Henderson, Rice, Foden, Madison, Mount, Grealish, Saka. Yeah, I think that's a that, that's a good midfield. I'll shake your hand at that. Yeah, perfect. Right, go on to the attackers. You start. We've, we've, we've I can't on. believe you wanted to put Harry Winks in. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know I'm struggling for players here. I'm struggling for players. <laughs> I'm watching England for years. I'm watching since <laughs> the World Cup in 2018. Um, <laughs> Um, no, so attacking wise, then take out Saka, and uh, obviously because he's in the midfielders now. I've got mm. Kane, uh, obviously. If you yeah, Kane. Kane, uh, you suck eggs. So Kane, um, Calvert Lewin. Yeah, I got Calvert Lewin. Although Calvert Lewin's not been in the best of form. No, he has He's got like two in his last twelve or something. He hasn't, he hasn't. But then Sterling, Sancho, Rashford. Sterling, Sancho, Rashford. Yeah, I've got those four. I've got DCL in. So we've got room for one more then. Well, who's your other option? So I went for Bamford just because of his form. If you go to Bamford, you can have Ings. You'd have Ings? I'd have Ings over Bamford. I mean, I know Ings has had injury, but Bamford this season's what? Well, he's a t- he's the second top scoring Englishman behind Kane, isn't he? Bamford, beating yeah. Classful. Our Leeds fans, our Leeds fans will want us to pick Bamford. Well, then we won't pick Bamford. Then well done, Danny Ings. <laughs> <laughs> that you know, Bamford didn't even come to mind. Like I've got players here who 
in my who have just missed out because you can then start to argue the case for Ollie Watkins. Watkins is a good shout. I didn't think then. Then, you then even start to argue the case of Mikel Antonio because of what Mikel Antonio actually offers. Mm. Mikel Antonio, yeah, as an option, strong, can hold up the ball, can play out wide, is quick. He's got four big attributes there that Kane can hold up the ball. Uh, Sterling is pacing. Sterling and Sancho are quick. And he kind of brings Rashford's the quick. in. But the only issue with him is that he has Weetabix for hamstrings. And as soon as it rains, they get wet and he gets injured. Um, and you know Antonio would be my option. I'm have, I'd put Antonio in, I have to say. I'd put Antonio in, but but I I I'm not convinced, and I put him in that Calvert Lewin's assert just because of his form at the moment. I'm not convinced about Calvert Lewin's form. He seems to hit. He got. I swear he had about ten or eleven league goals after ten games, and so he would have played another fifteen since then, and he scored two. Yeah. Whether we take because oh, I've not put Calvert Lewin down on my main. Oh, like. Combine no. one. Whether we go, whether we go Bamford and uh, Antonio. Bamford and Antonio. I'm happy with that. With that, let's go for it. You know, Antonio so, comes in. Uh, I mean, because I, I put a, a note here of just miss out. So, um, so players who could get the call up. Um, mm. So there was players like so we'll put, who we've not discussed in this one. Yeah. Of he's unlucky. Well, James Ward Prowse, I think, is very unlucky. Well, unlucky. All he does is score free kicks. Hey, you're talking about he's a new Bex here. He's a new Bex. Um, Ward Prowse, uh, Barnes just missed out, obviously, for us, but I think the injury now uh, yeah. could cost him. Um, I, I know he's coming back to form. Deli Alley, he's still a good player, Deli Alley, when he wants to play. Uh, I, I, I just think he's too far. Lingard. Lingard just missed out. Well, Lingard was in my... Where did I put... Oh, no, I took Lingard out. I took Lingard out for Madison. Um, yeah, Lingard just... I think... Uh, if Lingard continues on his form, though, to the end of the season, I'd be very surprised if he wasn't picked. But then who... Ahead of, ahead of some... Ahead of maybe... I don't know. Oh. Maybe someone like Mount. Yeah, yeah. just because of his goal contributions. Yeah. But uh, Lingard, he's only scored a couple of goals, I think, so far. So I wouldn't quite have Lingard in just yet. yet. But then if you look at uh, defensive midfielder wise, Calvin Phillips uh, is a. Yeah, not enough. Was in the last call up, the last squad for England. Yeah. Uh, I did have Tammy Abraham in there, like in the just miss out, but I don't think, he, I think he's way off the pace. Um, no, I, I don't think Abraham's. I don't think Abraham's good enough to be a starting striker for England or Chelsea. No. I think he's a good, decent Premier League striker. But, but I just, you know, I, look, I watch Chelsea. Sorry, go on. Yeah, well, he needs to work. Like, obviously, uh, he needs to be at a club like you know that that are just out of the top six. So, someone like Liverpool, no, um, <laughs> some. Someone like your, your teams at like maybe West Ham. West Ham would be all right for him. Uh, yeah. Would he get in ahead no, of him? Yeah. Uh, that's the question. And f- sort of think of a defence as well. I don't think Joe Gomez is going to be fit. No. And Joe even Gomez if he did get back, he, back he, for fitness, you wouldn't. 
you wouldn't want to thrust someone in like that. He didn't even make my like just missed out. My three defenders were well, Reese James. Um, yeah, James. Uh, Keane, Will Keane, not Will Keane. Um, Michael. Michael Keane. Will Keane. Who's that? Wigan player. He just misses out. <laughs> uh, Brett Pittman just missed out over Kane. I think. Uh, they Brett Pittman. Yeah. Um, um Wambasaka is not in my squad. Oh, Wambasaka! Do you know what? I didn't even think of Wambasaka. Well, it's interesting you say that because um, a friend of mine was reading apparently in uh, the Athletic, which is quite a reliable source of news. Very. That Wambasaka hasn't really had much of an opportunity in England as of yet, and there's a chance. And apparently, it's rumored that if he doesn't get picked for the next squad, I think next month, this month, or whenever the next stupid international break is yeah. he will declare for the Democratic Republic of Congo instead because he, do, he doesn't think he'll get a chance because think of how many right backs there are in that pecking order Trent Walker um, Reese James I find that a lot of clubs um, like especially obviously where level I'm working at now that that fullback spot is now probably one of the most competitive spots um, because it's be- the, the fullback spot has been sort of revolutionised in the last, or the wing back yeah. spot, fullback spot's been revolutionised in the last five years. It's a popular place to play now. Yeah. Um, I think another player who just misses, not just misses out, but, you know, is unlucky. I don't know how you describe it. Tamori um, picking up for me over he's, in Milan. He's, you know, he's doing he's, well at Milan, well, yeah. If, if Milan win the Europa League, he's going to be knocking on the door to say, look, I've just won. You know, silver where I've just won a major trophy. Get me in, yeah. Gaz. Get me in, Gaz. Um, Again, another interesting... <laughs> Gaz. <Yeah. laughs> um, I think an interesting thing about Tamori is that Paolo Maldini, who's the AC and our technical director or director of football, has said, oh, he's doing well. We'd love to sign him. But we think the, the option to buy of about 25 million is too much. I'm thinking that's pretty good for a half-decent centre-back these days. 25 million? <laughs> English tax. Well, and he's an English player. Yeah, well, quite. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And you know, he's, he's only, what, 21, 22. So you look at that and you he's think... He's very oh, young. He's very young. If, that, if he was 28, 29, you'd understand. But he's, yeah, 20, 21-ish. I don't know if he was injured at the start of the season, but I think Lampard would have missed a trick not playing him alongside Thiago Silva and Azpilicueta as a trio yeah. or whatever. Getting him to learn off those two would be pretty... Pretty good, and well, he'd be own, a quality. That loan spell could have come a lot earlier, a lot earlier. Mm, all that the season. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then it's not Chelsea's problem, then, is it? <laughs> no. Nope. Should we try and put a team together then out of our squad? Yeah. Okay. What are we? So, what does Southgate played a three-four-three last time, didn't he? Are we? Are we doing? Yeah, but we're doing what we do, not I what do, he'll I, do. Well, I always go for a four-two-three-one. I think that works best. Four-two-three-one. All right then. Okay. So. Pope and goal. Pope and goal. Yep. And then I, I, I hope to show you this because obviously as a Liverpool fan, but I think off this season you'd go Walker at right back probably to start, yeah. wouldn't you? So you'd go my, Walker. My, my back four would be Walker, Stones, Maguire, Shaw. I don't. I. I I'd want Chilwell in over Shaw. I think Chilwell's offers more. Is a is as good a defender, arguably, and offers more offensively than Luke Shaw does, personally. Mm. All right, yeah, yeah, okay, we'll go for 
for the for the complete package, I think you'd want Chilwell. Go for Chile. All right. So, are you going Henderson and Rice then as a two? No, no. Henderson and Grealish. That's as, a as a two. What? As the two sitting midfielders? No, you don't. Oh, you wouldn't have two. You wouldn't have in that that formation. You don't have two sitting. You have one who sits all the time, which would be Henderson, and maybe Henderson, that's defensively yeah. for him. But I, you'd go. I'd, I always go one defensive and one creative box-to-box, -box, which can be Grealish. So playing him that tiny bit deeper, so you don't play him along the same line, you play Grealish higher, and then you obviously then you've got your number 10, you're attacking midfielder just ahead, which could be mm. uh, like a, a Mount or Madison probably. But I would have Grealish as number eight playing as a box-to-box, -box, so no, not a defensive. Okay. Touch. Um, so he's playing. All right, okay, all right, I see that. Yeah. So Henderson, so Henderson, Grealish, Madison, and then you've got yeah, Henderson, Grealish. You've got, you've got to go Sterling, Sancho as your wingers, as your wide Sterling. Player. I'd be tempted to. Yeah, you would go Sterling, Sancho, and then Harry Kane up front. I guess. Yeah, yeah, and then you, then you look at your bench. Look at the options that you've got. You've got Saka, mm. who can do things defensively. If you go into a, a back three, he can play as one of your wing backs. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, back three, you could, yeah. And, and then I, the I think this form, I sorry, I think this formation almost works better as a four-three-three because you've got Wall, you've got Pope, the foot back four, Henderson sitting as the CDM, then you've got Grealish and Madison almost as like two box-to-box -box slash ro rotate box-to-box -box number tens. So I think that works. It could do, or you could have one. Yeah, it, it works in many ways. Um, I yeah. think. Is in that... my opinion, formation. This is going away from the subject of an England squad, and in, in as, a, as a coach, <laughs> into well, your I, own coaching life, I'm guessing. A, a formation. You stick. You stick a. I play a four-two-three-one. So anyone who I come up against next season, probably not listening. But um, I play a four-two-three-one. But in possession, You're giving away all your secrets. Well, in possession, it's not a four-two-three-one. It turns to a back three, so you you can allow players to push on. And then it defends. Yeah. It turns into a four-five-one. You've got mm. your formation is just to fit your players in, and then you, you know, and and to tell you, you know, it changes in game. It's not just a four-two-three-one. It's not a four-three-three. It changes. You change shape. You change where players go, and it turns into actually you've got three defenders, and you've got four players going forward. You know, I've tried out. I'm four. Not gonna lie, mate. I'm falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but then you try different formations, like I've done a 3-4-3 this season, and it's turned out to have three defenders just sitting back, or two defenders, one with yeah. and then seven people going forward and attacking. Won the game 7-2 as well, so, you know. Uh, oh, right. well, there you go. As long as we're coaching, well, five, five <laughs> wins, five games, five wins, we don't take L's or draws. <laughs> Gosh, well, we've got our squad, we've got our agreed lineup. We've, so I think we're all set for Southgate to stand down and the FA to give us a ring and take England to Euro glory this summer. Yeah, you know, it, it is coming home. Um, do you know, I'm really annoyed. Before this episode, I was going to put my England stuff on and I haven't. Um, not that anyone can really, not that we publish the whole thing live. We just do little clips when I can be bothered. But um, I forgot to put my England top on. I did get a really good England top, though, through the post the other day. So I bought a shirt from... Uh, it was not. It's not even an England shirt. It's a Gary Lineker shirt, right? With Gary Lineker on the front. Yeah. It just says Salt and Lineker. <laughs> unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I sent it to you. Actually, oh. it's an unbelievable shirt. It did show me. Yeah. Salt and Lineker. Lord. 
unbelievable. <laughs> Didn't cost me too much. Right. <laughs> oh, right. That's all out the way. Uh, should we move on to fraud of the week then? Yeah, let's do it. And now it's time for fraud of the week. Fraud of the week. Fraud of the week. Fraud of the week. Wank. Bit of a calmer tone uh, this week. <laughs> I know. I think I'm a little bit calmer at my old age. The arrival age is 22. It turns you calmer. <laughs> Um, we haven't prepped very well for Fraud of the Week this week, well, have we? The thing is, right, we, the, the, I, I, it just come, these recording days just come around like so much quicker that, um, I, I just forget about it, but I've also not spent as much time on my phone and on like social media for the last like seven days, um, just on like kind of messenger and things like that. So, you know, uh, just for my own health, I've, uh, you know, not seeing so much like I did the week before where I had like options coming out my arse. Um, Fair enough. So, you know, do you want to lead or should I lead? Oh. Okay. I mean, I've not got a great option just because I, I literally thought of this about five minutes before we started recording. I'm going for Lee Mason. I, do you know, I knew you were going to say Lee Mason. I knew you were going to say Lee Mason. His, that, I don't even know what happened in that Brighton-West Brom game. I know, I, Again, Dermot Gallagher sticking up from again about, oh, as soon as he blew the second whistle, um, the game's dead. All right, I get that's in the rules. But why have you blown the whistle in the first place? And then you've blown it a second again when the free kick's like an, an inch, you know, it's pretty much in the net. And the keeper's jumping across to save it. In fact, Lewis Dunn did a very similar thing against Liverpool, I think, last season at Anfield. I know what you mean. He, he took a... He took a free kick quickly, and Adrian wasn't really ready, and it went in. You, you know, you just you get on, you get on with it. You can't, but oh, just another example of the incompetent refereeing that this that happens in this country. Have, at the moment. have you seen the thing of the whole justice for referees thing as well, where they want players to clap referees onto the pitch? No, well, that doesn't big up their egos they, any more than they, they are. They don't deserve, obviously, like horrendous abuse because no, no one does. But they need they start they need to start being made more accountable for their decisions. Coming out and talking to the media after the game, like they've just introduced, I, I saw today in Holland. I think it I is. I don't think they should come out and talk to the media. But I do think that the Premier League should. Well, what they do do referees is that they fill, they fill in forms after each game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come um, back to the Premier League. I think that the Premier League should release statements on certain decisions. Um, so, the, so that the questions are more monitored um, so that, that people can read right. up them. Um, not that they've got to go and, and have, what's his name, uh, Alan McAnally or someone like that, asking them questions about like, oh, so why did you send off, off uh, Alan Pardew today? Like, you know, like something like that. You know? Very good. I know, Very been, good. I've been practising it. I've been practicing <laughs> it. So that's why... That's why I'm putting Lee Mason in fraud of the week. Over to you, Henry Knight. Uh, well, I've gone for um, a, a man everyone knows, probably knows, uh, Alex Song. Do you remember Alex Song? Ex-Arsenal West Ham uh, Barcelona. You are very correct. Well, a, a thing came out. I don't know who he did this interview with. Um, I've read this from Sports Bible. They've, they're verified. Oh. We don't know how reliant it is. Um, is that he basically left Arsenal, a club where he was doing very, very well at the time. You know, he was a 
love player by fans and I would know because at the time I was an Arsenal fan. Um, yeah. Ahead of his move to Barcelona, he basically, this is what he said, I, I met a Bar Barca's sporting director and he told me not to play many games. No, he would not get to play many games at Barcelona and he just went, I didn't give a fuck. I knew that I would become a millionaire when Barcelona offered me a contract. I saw how much I would earn. I didn't think twice. So he's gone and just gone for the money, knowing that it would probably ruin his career, but he would make millions off the back of it. And it did. And it did a bit ruin his career, didn't it? it? You know, look, after that, the clubs he's been at West Ham, no disrespect to West Ham, but they weren't the best at, you know, at the time. Um, you know, let, let me have a look. I think he is still playing, potentially. Um, oh yeah, he's still playing in, since then, right? He's played two loan spells at West Ham. Uh, mm -hmm. He played 39 times for Barcelona. Uh, he went to West Ham twice. Ruben Kazan, Sion, then Sion's second side as well he played for. And now he's playing for um, Arta Sola 7. Um, currently known as Arta Sola 7 for sponsorships reason. Is a football club in Djibouti. <laughs> so those million pounds, that couple of million, mate, you're playing in fucking Djibouti. I could play in Djibouti. Yeah. The thing is, though, I, I think it seems like, oh, he's left for money, but he's, he's not the first footballer to do that. No, like, plenty of them do it. And also, for him as well, that chance to play for Barcelona probably was never going to come around again. Yeah. So, as as frustrating as it would be maybe for an Arsenal fan I wouldn't I, I don't no, uh, yeah well no so I, th I I think we should put Lee Mason in this I, week I do agree I think we should go Lee Mason I think we should go just Lee just as a sign a sort of symbol of the refereeing incompetence that has surrounded the Premier League this season I know I, I definitely agree and I think um, it's a fair shout and, and we head into that's nine frauds now um, and it kind of it's our last one Next week's our last one. We will nominate our final ever fraud of the week, but we will also be working towards finding our fraud of the season, won't we? We will do, and we will hopefully be welcoming somebody on. Especially not a celebrity. Not a celebrity, not yeah. So he's got more Twitter followers than us, so he is a celebrity yeah. in our eyes. Um, yeah, in our um, eyes, to talk about away days, being a fan, and with obviously fans coming back in soon, how excited we all are for that. So we look forward to um, joining you with the final episode next week. Yeah, and, and you know, uh, I'm just excited to finish this. No, I'm not. Um, that's, I'm really <laughs> I can't wait. Oh, Contracts up. Never fucking speak to you again. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we will see Happy birthday for tomorrow, mate. mate. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, or for yesterday. Thanks, guys. See you next week. No, but thank you, guys. Ciao.